0: Questions you always had, the answers you were never given, the place to seek the
1: truth. Welcome to
0: Veritas. In the last 20 years or so, scientists have discovered some remarkable new facts about the human brain and mind. The first is that the brain is continually changing and growing new connections. Even more remarkably, these new connections can be influenced simply by thinking in a certain way. In other words, you can change your own brain just by learning to think differently. This has profound implications for changing your life and changing your personality. The second is that psychologists at Harvard and other universities have recently discovered that the mind actually operates as a kind of time machine, processing information from the future as well as the past. You have a future memory which gives you access to the future in the same way that memory gives you access to the past. This is a truly astonishing discovery. It means that when you decide to change your life in any way, you can get information from this new future, which will show you what to do to make this new future a physical reality in your present life. Greetings. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas at VeritasRadio.com. And to tell us more and to offer techniques for using these new discoveries to create a new life for yourself. Tonight's special guest is Anthony Hamilton, a former professor of communication at Capilano University in North Vancouver, Canada. He is the best-selling co-author with Brian Tracy of Cracking the Success Code and the creator of The Inner Game of Success, a training program used by some of the most successful companies in Canada and the US. He was recently recognized as one of America's premier experts for his excellence in writing and teaching. At the age of 10, he had what is normally called a precognitive dream, in which he saw his future in advance. He spent 20 years researching this experience to discover how it could be possible to experience what is supposed to be impossible. Eventually, he formulated his theory of consciousness, which explains that everyone has this ability, but few actually develop it to any degree. And to tell us how this works, the author of Mind, Time and Power, how to use the hidden power of your mind to heal your past, transform your present, and create your future. Professor Anthony Hamilton joins us today from Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. Hello, Professor Hamilton, and welcome to Veritas. How are you?
2: Hi, Mel. Thanks very much. A pleasure to see you today or talk to you.
0: It's my pleasure. May I call you Anthony?
2: Yes, please do, Mel.
0: Excellent. Well, first of all, Your story. You had a precognitive dream at the age of 10, which I think changed your life, didn't it? Tell us about that.
2: Absolutely. That was easily uh, the most pivotal experience of my entire life. And um, it took me about 20 years to understand it and have some kind of rational explanation of how it might happen. So briefly, what happened was um, I was playing with some friends of mine. And uh, we were climbing a tree, swinging from this tree, and I fell out of the tree and kind of knocked myself out for a minute or two. And while I was unconscious, I felt as though I were hovering above my body like I was in a helicopter or something like that. And I could see myself at about the age of 32. And I felt that... This was a true glimpse of my future. Like it wasn't just a, ooh, that was an interesting dream, you know. I felt right from was an actual glimpse of my future so that I knew what I was going to be doing. And I knew that I was going to be uh, writing. I was going to be teaching. I was going to be traveling. I was going to be a university professor. And I was going to be helping people live more successful and happier lives. So that was... This dream. And, um, I don't know whether it lasted 30 seconds or two or three minutes, but it was, it was very vivid. You know, in Asia, they have this idea of enlightenment. They say enlightenment is like a flash of lightning on a dark night. You know, you're looking outside, everything's black. You can't see anything. And all of a sudden there's a lightning flash and boom, you can just see everything clearly for a moment. Well, it was, it was an experience kind of like that. And so I was so intrigued by this experience that I started to do two lines of research. And even at, at the age of about 12 when I started, I really felt that I was like a research scientist, you know, trying to find the answer to how this could happen, because I had felt and still do feel that what I had was a, a true experience of of getting information from my future in advance. So the first line of research that I started was to try and find some logical reasonable explanation to how it's possible to get information from the future. Because this is what I thought had happened to me. And the second line of research was what are the principles of success? Because if I'm going to be teaching people about success, I thought I should uh, I should study all the, all these principles and find out what you have to do to be successful. So it took altogether, it took about 20 years for me to get the answer that I was looking for. And, um, what happened was because I had seen myself as a professor and teacher and writer, I had thought, of course, I assumed that my life was going to be easy and I was going to be a, you know, easily successful person. Well, my life was anything but that. Um, when I was finishing high school, I, I had a bit of a bad attitude. I got in a fight with a few of the teachers and I just, you know, I barely scraped out of high school with a passing grade, but not enough marks to go to university. So immediately that kind of sent me into sort of a tailspin because I thought, well, how can I achieve this life that I want to achieve or this life that I saw? if I if I can't go to university. So all through my late teens, early 20s and mid 20s, I just became more and more frustrated, more and more angry, more and more depressed. You know, I ended up becoming uh, about 50 pounds overweight, I was dabbling in drugs and drinking too much and smoking too much. My relationship, my um, relationships were a complete disaster, as you might imagine. And um, so finally what happened was when I was about 29, I saw this advertisement for a course in mind power. And so I thought this is for me, you know, I need to figure out how I can use the power of my mind to get myself out of this tailspin that I'm in. So I took this course and during the course I studied metaphysics, I studied the law of attraction. I learned about the power of thought, the power of the mind. And most importantly, I started meditating. This was a big part of this course that I was in. There were 26 weeks of meditation, and you were supposed to do these very specific meditations, 20 minutes every day for six months. And I thought, you know, I'm not going to miss a day. I don't care what anybody else gets out of this course. I'm going to make this course work for me because I need it to work. You know, Anthony Robbins, who's a well-known motivator and um, success trainer, he says, if you want to change your life, you either need inspiration or frustration. And frustration is way more powerful. So and I was frustrated. So I was desperate. So uh, I started doing these meditations and after about six months of doing these meditations, you know, my life started to change. I, I started to calm down. I stopped drinking. I stopped smoking and I started to become aware of my inner, my inner self. And um, one day I was thinking about my life and I realized that I couldn't remember anything about my younger life, you know, before about the age of 15 or something like that. And so all that I knew was that my life was negative and was full of struggle and frustration and anger. And I thought to myself, you know, this is illogical. I must have had some positive experiences as a child, but I just can't remember any. So I thought, well, I'm doing this meditation exercise anyway. So what I'll, what I'll do is, is I'll try and remember some positive experiences. So I remember it took me three or four days, but after about three or four days, I suddenly remembered during this meditation exercise that I used to like playing baseball. So I thought, well, that was positive. You know, thinking about playing baseball with my friends, that was a good experience. So the next day I went back to the baseball game. Got into the feeling of feeling happy and feeling successful and feeling good with my friends. And I thought, I'll try and remember more and more about this baseball game. So in my mind, I went back there and I slowly remembered my friends' names. I remembered their parents' names. I remembered some of their addresses, their pets, you know, their dogs. And I remembered some of their phone numbers. And I remember that it took about two months But over a period of about two months, I remembered more and more and more about this summer when I was 10 years old and I was playing baseball with my friends. And one day I remembered, here I am, I'm sitting on the beach in Vancouver, B.C., I'm doing my daily meditation exercise, I'm sitting there with my eyes closed, and I remembered that one day after one of these baseball games... Myself and a group of friends went up and we were climbing in this tree and I fell out of this tree and I had this dream. And here I am sitting on the beach in Vancouver. It's I'm now 32 years old and I woke up out of this meditation and it was like a whack on the side of the head. And I suddenly realized that's it. That's the answer that I've been looking for now for 20 years because I had always thought that memory was a recording. This is what I had thought growing up. You know, People say, well, everything that you've ever experienced in your life is recorded in your mind, and your mind is kind of like a computer. You can go back and you can replay these memories. Well, what I realized in that moment was that memory is not a recording, it's a connection. That here I was, 32, connecting to my 10-year-old. And I thought, you know, any connection, the same as this phone connection or the Skype connection that we're on now, it has to go both ways. You know, the information can go both ways. So if I can gather information from the 10-year-old, the 10-year-old must have access to information from the 32-year-old. So realizing that memory was a connection... Finally, I had what I thought was a logical, reasonable explanation for how it's possible for someone who's 10 years old to get a valid glimpse of their future because they were connected. And because I had spent two months every day, you know, 20 minutes building and rebuilding this memory connection, it made sense to me logically that, you know, my unconscious mind somehow was connected to the future. So... I thought that's it, you know, memory is a connection, and that's why it's possible to get information from the future. And I realized after I thought about it for a day or two that that also answered my second question, because the second question that I was looking for, as you remember, was how does it... You know, what do you have to do to be successful? Like, what are the principles of success?
0: Before you answer the second question, if I may just dissect this a little bit, because this is very interesting. When we think of of our memory or tapping into our, our memory, say, when I was 10 years old, is it because we think in a linear fashion and we think, well, we have to go back because we have already experienced it? We can never think of connecting to the future because it hasn't happened yet. So it's very difficult to grasp that concept.
2: Well, it is. It is difficult to grasp. And as I say, I spent 20 years trying to figure this out, you know, and it was a long, gradual process of reading and studying and thinking and and trying to figure out time and the mind and how they worked. And so one of the one of the places I finally ended up reading was the work of Albert Einstein, because, of course, he talked about time and space. And he said, you know, there is no time and there is no space. There's really space time and the laws of time and the laws of space mirror each other. It's th- they're the same laws. So I thought, well, that makes sense, you know, because at that point uh, we had satellites traveling around the Earth, you know, and they were sending information back to us. And I thought if it's possible for information to travel from a place like Mars, you know, back to Earth and the information travels through space, using the same kind of model, it must be possible for information to travel from the past into the future or into the present, in this case, and that's what we call memory. And so I thought, well, the same thing must be true of the future. So studying all all the principles of success that I had been reading, all these you know self-help books for years, looking for clues, I realized, you know, if you ask anybody what, what the principles of success are. They say, you know, things like perseverance and enthusiasm and goals and uh, vivid imagination and ambition and perseverance and action. But I realized if there's only one most important goal or, or most important principle of success, it's got to be a goal without a goal. You can't be successful because by definition, success is the achievement of your goals. Right? So I thought, where, where's, where's the goal? It's in the future. So I thought, that's it, you know, meditating on your goals, thinking about your goals, over and over and over again, you start to become connected to that future time when you've achieved your goal. And that information from the future comes into your mind, and your goals will actually teach you or tell you what you need to do to get there.
0: This is so fascinating because, and again, I don't want to talk about mm-hmm. myself, but just to illustrate the point, almost 10 years ago, before the the conception of this radio program, I had no broadcasting experience. I didn't have any journalism experience, never had a microphone to to, to broadcast anywhere. But something happened. It was a dream also. And it right. basically said, you know, this is where you're going to be doing take action. The words from Anthony Robbins that I always kept to me, to myself from many years ago, take action, right? So I right. imagine myself with a microphone and having people listen. I imagine the people sitting down with their coffee in front of a fireplace or whatever, listening to what I had to say. And it's almost like the Native Americans, when they do their rain dance, they're not asking for rain they actually pretend that it's raining already, and they feel the water touching their skin. All of a sudden, I don't know how it happens, but the universe materializes that event. In my case, it materialized this radio program.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's, a, that's exactly right. And the funny thing is, you know, when I say to people, uh, you know, you have access to the future the same as you have access to the past, and whatever you call memory in your mind gives you information from the future, the same as memory gives you information the, from the from the past. You know, people go, well, what is that all about? And I say, have you ever achieved a goal? And they say yes, and they tell a very similar story that you just told. So everybody recognizes when I tell my story, everybody says, hey, you know, that makes perfect sense. That thing happened to me too, you know and uh if you if you think about it, like I have a niece, she got married a few years ago, and she knew at least a year in advance where she was going to be married, when she was going to be married, who was going to be there, what kind of dresses the bridesmaids were going to wear, what food they were going to serve, what music they were going to play. <laughs> so she created this future scenario in her mind months and months in advance and then just simply took action step by step, created this event. So, you know, the biggest day of her life, of course, like every every young bride, was when she got married, and she set this thing up months and months in advance. And that's what every successful person does.
0: You know, from your book, let me quote this, you say, I have always believed each of us was born with the power to realize our dreams. As a child, whenever I read about someone who achieved something important, I would think to myself, I could do that too, if I really tried. However, over time, I found that when I really did try to achieve my goals, as often as not, my efforts resulted in disappointment and frustration. Unquote, and this happens to a lot of people. Is it because our expectations are too high? What's the missing link here?
2: Well, it's um, well. There's several missing links. You know, um, some of the research that I've done indicates that only about three percent of the population are really goal setters. You know people that make a habit and really decide what it is they want in their life one year, three years, five years, maybe 10 years ahead, like my niece did when she was getting married, you know. But there are certain people that do do that religiously, if I can use that word, you know. And these are business people, politicians, athletes, you know, um, People like Tiger Woods, I mean, he knew he was going to be a golf champion when he was three or four years old, and he worked towards it all that time. Uh Michael Jordan, same thing. He said that he decided or he knew when he was 10 years old that he was going to be a professional basketball player in the NBA. And even though he didn't make the high school basketball team and he was kicked off the uh, college basketball team in the first year, he believed so so strongly in that vision that he persevered and he practiced. And he- Thank you for listening. To
1: unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com because you don't want to believe, you want to know.